Okay, there we go. Sorry, guys. Uh, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, daily pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. I uh, hope you're all keeping well. So we've got, we're going we're gonna to explain a couple of things. We've got a little bit of an indecisive market in the sense that we've got very, very strong risk-on conditions across the equity markets and um, pretty strong conditions across uh, the risk off markets, um, namely the dollar. And um, that causes us a little bit of uh, indecision, perhaps in our, in our decision making. Uh, we like to see market correlations play out in a, in a certain fashion. We like to see what, what bond yields are doing. Um, and occasionally, and we experienced it a little bit last year, where you get these incoherent conditions where um, we're seeing sort of major market capital moving towards both risk on and risk off at the same time. It's a bit of a strange dynamic. So um, let me point out to you and try to explain that dynamic in a little bit more detail. Um, it's, it's fair to say that these equity markets are profoundly resilient. Again, making new all-time highs yesterday, again, and they just keep moving forward 
pushing higher irrespective of what's what's going on in the background so very very interesting now there's new uh concerns with uh with these u.s community banks they seem to be getting in trouble with these real estate loans and um you know that still seems to be the backdrop for uh, excessive buying um largely driven by this kind of ai narrative which is kind of breaking up a little bit if you look at the major seven um companies that are that are sort of driving this uh this market positivity um even those seven large caps are, are kind of dismantling a little bit it's it's now sort of focusing on four uh, large caps which are really sort of driving this this market momentum um again it's a bit of a strange dynamic but it is the conditions in which we're we're currently trying to trade so um let's 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 get into it for you in a little bit more detail um please see our risk warning currently up on screen and it, it's probably going to be either a decision between looking to buy the indices or to um look for opportunities in the dollar and it's kind of one or the other we're, we're not really seeing the correlation play out as we would ordinarily expect like i said there's there's concerns in china there's concerns uh, with the middle east uh, shipping routes supply side con constraints and this is all at a time when inflation is actually uh you know considerably above expectations we you know these central banks are aiming for inflation to come down to two percent currently at sort of three and a half so we're not there yet but if you listen to what these central bankers and what these politicians are saying it does they do give the appearance that um inflation is is coming right down although services are very sticky and um yeah core and we're going to get some inflation data next week as well so we've got our, our cpi numbers and our ppi numbers just uh, next week so it's going to be a really really um pivotal week yesterday uh, next week for, for these financial markets and the other thing as well uh, sorry just to finish off the intro then um all profitable tr traders need to consider which markets to trade where do we enter and exit these markets how do we manage risk how do we manage trades to a successful outcome? So when those markets do move in your favor, um, can we have a means in which we can start to mitigate risk, book in profit, manage those trades accordingly, and trade psychology as well, all important features. And uh, we just want to just point out that we do discuss these considerations every day in our live trade rooms, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. Okay, so... So let's bring up these forex factory so the first thing that stands out it's a very light trading week in terms of important uh news um we had the rba on tuesday keep rates at hold of 4.35 no major surprise there with with still one eye on inflation one eye on lowering rates but um comfortable to hold right now positive unemployment data out in the new zealand economy we had these, um, we'll get a little bit of update shortly on uh, these FOMC members and what they were saying yesterday. Now today we've got unemployment claim numbers and you can see yesterday nothing of any kind of major concern for these markets. Um, 
the 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 ten year bond auction was was quite interesting. Demand remained stable, uh, although there was a slight uptick in these bond prices. Um, so we we had peaked in October of last year at four point six one. Uh, we we rolled right over to the downside, and now it looks like these bond prices are just threatening to to, to push higher again, and that would be a bit of a problem, just because it, it would just uh, mean that the cost of refinancing is that much greater. Okay, again, really quite interesting dynamics for these markets. Um, Chinese inflation numbers uh, coming in. The Chinese economy is is really really struggling. We were expecting a bit of a bounce back last year, and we didn't really get one. And then so far this year, there's there's concerns where they're looking for the uh, the government to step in to try to su to support the economy and the markets. And uh, they're going into shutdown mode now for I think it's a week. Um, yeah, all of next week they'll be on their. Um, uh, they'll be on their holidays. And so there's a little bit of concern. Chinese Bank will be collecting an observance of the, yeah, the Spring Festival. So, so the concern about that is what's going to happen over the course of this week with China. We're going to get a little bit of a bounce going into that period. And, and what's going to happen when those markets are shut down for a week? And, um, could they reopen much, much lower? Could there be a bit of a catastrophe in, in, in the pipeline for the Chinese economy? Um, these are all the things that these markets are a little bit nervous about. And of course, it's difficult to price in, isn't it? Um, so, so Thursday the 8th, uh, unemployment claims today, we're going to hear from, um, it's Barkin again, isn't it? He seems to be a man. They seem to be barking for a third time. Okay, are all these due to participate in, the, in an interview conducted by Bloomberg? So we get we get to grips with that later on. We'll probably broadcast that live. Um, there's that 30 year bond auction this time, and refinancing at, at sort of higher rates means that the cost of refinancing that debt is is becoming. Um, a significant burden for the US economy. I mean, that's one of the major reasons supporting um, the Fed to cut rates, which they seem intent on doing so, irrespective of the, the backdrop. And, and we're going to see where these inflation numbers sit next week. Now we we'll get a little bit of an update on that. We know that the, the numbers are likely to be very manipulated, but it is what the market will use to discount itself. Okay, um, right. Okay, so what we're trying to explain is a, is a bit of a, a convoluted market condition. So look at the indices. So an exponential move, anytime this market shows like, like signs of weakness or potentially rolling over, we, get, we very rarely get any kind of follow through. And what we get is, is buy the dip type traders uh, likely to be significant institutional money continuing to, to rally these markets. We're now up at these all-time highs yet again. So we've got a very strong risk-on 
market condition. If you look at the industry markets, and the same applies, you know, across the board. So we've got these new all-time highs. Um, not quite getting there for the Dow Jones, but you can see we're, we're virtually at all-time highs. Um, a bit of weakness actually yesterday after we made new all-time highs in the German DAX. And then EK is just rallying once more up at all-time highs, so very significant uh, moves over the course of yesterday. So if you can take a visual snapshot, we've got risk on market conditions, which means there's strong appetite for risk. However, um, under a situation like this, we would expect you know, the dollar to be quite weak. However, the dollar, if you're looking at prices over the last two months, you can see that the dollar has strengthened during this time really quite aggressively. Okay, we're bouncing off the lows as, as we speak, but the dollar strength trade is still very much intact. We just had a recent breakout to the downside of the pound dollar. We're expecting further dollar strength. Um, we've actually got significant strength against the yen, that dollar strength. This is all at a time when the equity prices are rallying really quite considerably. So the dollar is really the safe haven of choice. You see yesterday the dollar rallying against the Swiss franc, again at a time when the industry markets are making all-time highs. Um, the CAD is kind of strengthening a little bit off the back of mildly stronger crude oil prices, but I mean, it's uh, it's not a great kind of market there. Um, you can see as well with the Aussie dollar again since uh, since December, December highs. You know the, the overall momentum is very much to the downside, and the dollar is although pulling back over the last couple of days, it's still really quite strong against these other currencies. And that's really the situation across the board. Now we've had a development. It's not really a development. It's just, just the BO, BOJ, you know, trying to indicate to markets that, you know, don't don't really expect an awful lot. And um, even if they do start uh, moving away from negative rates, if they start widening yield curve, they're, they're going to do it very slowly, and they're not going to do it with any real pace or purpose. So again, it's going to frustrate dollar um, yen traders. Um, and now there's a little mini structural failure trade to the upside now. So we could argue, is there a bit of a, a buying opportunity in the euro, in the yen pairs? You'd have to say there probably is, but we've got broad weakness really against the pound and the euro. So we'll have a look at that yen weakness trade. I think that's worth looking at. Um, pure indecision for gold. And we're in our buy trade for crude oil. Um, our expectation is that this market rolled over to the downside into strong support. And we're looking for really just a small move to the upside. But we'll have to wait and see as, again, these uh, these conditions in, in uh, the Middle East are still finally balanced. We're getting a lot of updates from Merck and, and a few other sort of container shipping companies that are saying that they're still very, very concerned about the developments and, they want the international community to step in and to, to safeguard 
and, and they can't really do it at the minute. It's a bit of a difficult task for them to do in, in any significant practical sense. Um, so crude oil, we have a bias to the upside and then we're back to all-time highs in these US indices. So, so we'll kind of try and... And the last sort of piece to this, not that it's a jigsaw, because it's quite a disjointed jigsaw at the minute, um, but we're seeing bond yields really hesitate. They're just pretty much drifting sideways, almost pausing just to see how these markets play out. Um, there is a, a foundation, if you look at the two-year, for for the risk levels to spike really quite aggressively, depending we would assume on these uh, inflation numbers that are due out next week. So just because the industry markets are profoundly strong, it, it really doesn't mean that they're likely to continue. It, it, it's, it's more of an indication that there is this unerring desire to, uh, to continue to buy in the face of any kind of difficult market conditions. And it's really impressive. And you've got to almost step back and applaud it doesn't make the conditions easy for us to trade as retail traders. It's it's a it is if you've got a, a buy if your overall analysis is really pointing to the upside. I mean, there's aspects that point to the upside. There's other aspects that could cause um, a bit of a problem for these markets, and it's completely ignoring any of the bad news, and it only really focuses on on even the smallest elements of, of really positive news and we're getting an outsized reaction as well so all of these things um, need to be uh, considered okay so look let's wrap this up in terms of a, a trade plan so what are we looking for today well we've been trying to sort of capture a little bit of market coherent risk on risk off narratives and we've not been able to do so so again, we were we were looking for those markets to roll over yesterday, and they didn't. They actually did the exact opposite, and they they rallied really quite aggressively. So we've got mixed on, sorry, risk on in the equities, and we've got risk off elsewhere in the dollar. Um, and we're going to fit the the yen into this. So let's. Let's have a, a mixed market condition. It's hard to summarize these markets because um, they're almost, like I said, just kind of ignoring the bad news. So got potential US NC weakness. It's um, We were expecting a rollover yesterday, we didn't get it. So we've got this US indice strength. Right, it's kind of an either or decision. It's not really, it's not like we'd be looking to, to, to buy the dollar and buy the equity market. So we're kind of forced into just cherry picking one over the other and buying all time highs is really not a great trade for us. Now we will catch that rollover in the industry markets at some point. It's just clearly 
these conditions right now are not conducive to try and catch that trade. So, um, so, so the industry industry strength trade is risk on, and the yen. So Japanese yen weakness could be on that side of the argument, even though it's not directly linked. The move that we're seeing in the yen is not directly linked to the positivity in the equity markets. It's not like it's a strong risk on trade because we get the euro and the pound, you know, strengthening against the dollar and it's We've only been strengthening over the last couple of days. So it's really like looking for opportunities in the US indices to the upside. Are we looking for the yen to continue to weaken uh, against the dollar, the euro and the pound? And there might be some opportunities there. Um, or we're going to look to trade the dollar strength. So if you think these markets are as clear as mud, uh, we would we would pretty much agree with that. Um, not really comfortable with with the resilience um the bond yields are sort of suggesting the same that there's there's significant indecision built in behind these markets but we're seeing profound reactions and when we get these type of dynamics where it doesn't make decision making that you know any easier so let's let's see how these markets play out i think that's that's where we're at at the moment so there's our trade plan posted into the chat box guys for you to take away um hopefully it will provide you with a little bit of kind of context and uh it's really looking for the the indices to strengthen on a dollar to strengthen and it looks like there's some decent setups in the us dollar so that may be our focus and we can look at a little bit of yen weakness as well if it kind of makes sense all right so that, look that's where we are that's where we're at guys we're going to switch we were, we were talking about the potential for this narrative switching but um you can see that we're still profoundly risk on um so the indices are higher the us dollar unfortunately is higher bond yields are sticky if not on the high side and um, we're looking for, for commodities to, to make some progress like crude oil to the upside, but it's we're more so buying crude oil because of the this tension and uh, there's a bit of a technical angle to that crude oil trade as well. So not as clear as we would normally like these markets to be, but any questions, feel free to post them. And look, thanks very much for joining us on that, guys, appreciate it. Uh, for those of you that are members, we're gonna to switch to our European live trade room so if you could join us for that you're very welcome uh, and we'll see if we can just eke out um, some any decent opportunities we're still in two trades they haven't really done a huge amount uh, just yet so it, it, again it's kind of frustrating when, when you do get into trades as well at the minute okay so if you're interested in learning how to trade you're very welcome to join us we do have discounted live trading and education bundles on a website starting from just 59 dollars for calendar months if you find if you think that will be useful very welcome to join us um just go to the live and uh, any questions you can contact us through the um the message the chat box 
Great stuff. Okay, on that note, guys, listen, my pleasure. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now.